This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, I'm glad you've joined us. Dead last is where Michigan ranks for growth in education spending over the past two decades. That's according to a Michigan State University study. And the study says that the culprit here is tax cuts. Tax cuts that didn't spur enough growth to keep funding education. I think most observers of our schools in Michigan have understood for a really long time how we've been sliding down the ranks of education spending. But dead last, that's a revelation, at least to me. Joining us now to talk a little more about this ranking and what it means are two people who pay a lot of attention to education in the state. Chastity Pratt-Dossie is a reporter with Bridge Magazine. Chastity, welcome to Detroit Today. Hello, Detroit. And Aaron Einhorn is editor of Chalkbeat Detroit. Uh, Aaron, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks for having me. All right, so let's start with uh, your two reactions to this report. Were you surprised like I was, or does it reflect what you're seeing each day in your reporting? I mean, I think I was pretty surprised to see the number dead last. Um, You know, you have the perception that, you know, certainly southern states or other states are, are, you know, okay, maybe we're not funding education at the level we should in Michigan, but like other states are are far. So I think seeing seeing this number, seeing the dead last, and, and some of the other statistics are are pretty surprising as well. You know, the revenue declined 30%, the largest decline for any state. And, and I mean, there were some other revelations in the study as well that I thought were pretty interesting about um, differences in the way Michigan funds special education as compared to other states. And, you know, the way the state funds or doesn't fund school infrastructure and facilities and all, and, and, and things like that. So I think I wasn't particularly surprised by a lot of the conclusions because there's been a number of reports in recent years that have looked at whether we're funding our schools adequately. And and pretty much most of those studies have, have reached a similar conclusion that we do need to change. or they, they recommend that the state changes the way it funds schools and the amount that it funds schools. Um, but I suspect this, uh, this report and these conclusions are, are going to get a lot of attention in Lansing and across the state. So, so Chastity, uh, we've always known that in places like Detroit, for instance, we do a really, really bad job of making sure there's enough money to do all of the things that the schools are asked to do. Uh, increasingly, we're aware, though, that that's not isolated to urban districts like Detroit, that, that we're doing a bad job across the board. Uh, at the same time, uh, dead last, again, uh, took me by surprise. Is this something that, that you saw coming? You, you got to remember, anybody who's paying attention, remember just a month or so ago, there was, you know, this bickering about funding during the lame duck session in Lansing and some money was moved from state aid fund to other things. So also um, think about this. We've been talking, all of us, Aaron, Stephen, all of us, about how the state has been doing so poorly in uh, on the nation's report card on national tests. So really, when you're you know, one of only a handful of states that has seen zero progress and declines even on national, uh, on the national report card, on national tests. When you're one of the bottom 10 states when it comes to fourth grade reading, is there any surprise that maybe part of the way that we got to be where we are academically is because funding is going down, is because our legislators and politicians are arguing over money and taking, you know, twos and fews 
from the school aid fund to other things. It, I mean, really, when you see the scores going down, you got to say, where's the money? Are, are the people in Michigan putting their money where their mouth is, putting their money where their values are when it comes to education? And obviously, it can't be so. It yeah. can't be so. so. So I had an interesting conversation with Lee Chatfield, who's the new Speaker of the House in Lansing uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we talked a little about education and education funding. And he said something that I disputed a little uh, when he said it, uh, and I wish I'd had more numbers to, to push back against. But he said, you know, we spend more on education in Michigan today than we ever have in our history. And his point was, we're spending enough money, we're just not getting the results that we want. I think this study puts that in important context. We may be spending as much money as we've ever spent in the state of Michigan on education. We're just not spending as much as what other people are spending. I mean, that's part of it. <clears throat> and also, you know, just because the numbers say we're spending more. I mean, it is true that the school aid fund is larger now than it than it was 10 or 20 years ago. You know, it's also true that schools are getting more per pupil today than they were five or 10 or, or 20 years ago. But the costs have changed. So, you know, there's inflation is part of that. And what's interesting about this study is that it's adjusting for inflation. And they're saying when you adjust for inflation, actually we're spending 30 per, well, 30% less between 2002 and 2015. So that's adjusted for inflation. And also the, the costs have gone up. So, you know, the, the, the number of the percentage of students who are higher need, who are who are at risk, has gone up, and funding for those students ha- hasn't hasn't kept pace. The the number of students, the percentage of students who have special needs, has gone up, and the funding hasn't. So the question, I, I think, I think politically, the question is always how much are we? You know, you have a pot of funds, you have a budget. Who's going to get what? I heard your show yesterday. You were talking about roads. We've got potholes. You know, how are we going to fix them? So, you, you know, how much money is going to that? How much money is going to environmental issues? How much money is going to schools? That's that's one question. The other question to ask is, what does it cost to make a school function? You know, yeah. how much does a school need versus how much it's getting? And and along those lines, I think that. Um, other reform efforts in other states show that in Michigan, the way that we are funding and thinking and planning our schools is not a process that's going to lead to any kind of academic success or um, return on investment. For instance, let's just um, talk about, okay, Skittles, right? You get a bag of Skittles. You know what's inside. It's Skittles. You know how much it should cost. You know, a, a buck, a buck fifty. Here in Michigan, what do we expect for our education system to do? Is it preparing kids for college? Not really, because less than 20% are prepared for college. Is it preparing kids for work? Is it preparing kids to uh, compete locally, nationally, globally? We've not come up with a real firm, hard standard for what we expect our school system to do, and we don't know how much that should cost. You know, other states like Massachusetts and Tennessee and other places, I said, these are our standards, these are our standards, and this is how much it costs to reach those standards. Here in Michigan, we fund our schools, we give $12 billion uh, and say, have at it. 
you know, and, and our parents and our families don't really know what they're supposed to get for that money. And there's a huge differential between kids who need the most and kids who don't. So we, we're throwing money into a, a, a funnel and we don't really understand what it's supposed to produce academically. And that's probably, I submit, why we are where we are. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, the number on the phones, as always, is 313-577-1019. My guests are Chastity Pratt-Dossie, a reporter with Bridge Magazine, and Aaron Einhorn, an editor with Chalkbeat Detroit. Uh, we're talking about a new study that says Michigan is dead last in education spending growth over the last two decades. Is that your experience? How does that look in your school? You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there, or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll try to work you into the conversation. Let's go to Steve in Huntington Woods. Steve, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. Thanks for taking the call. Mm -hmm. Uh, I very much appreciate this discussion. Um, I think that the economic perspective that's being discussed is very, very important. Um, rankings can be very, very deceptive because in and of themselves, they do not tell you if you have uh, sufficient funds to do anything. The, the first ranked, best ranked school or school um, state school system may not have enough to meet all the needs, especially special needs, especially needs for improved technology. Uh, and, and a school that is not doing well in a, in a very wealthy state might be, uh, might be doing uh, okay. So uh, I think that the point is that uh, tax revenues need to be sufficient to meet the needs of the schools, not compared to arbitrary numbers um, uh, that, you can, that you can manipulate to show what you want. Um, what you said at the beginning, Stephen, I think is the, is the point. Um, we have been uh, fooled once again into thinking that tax cuts bring sufficient economic growth to solve all of our problems. That's not the case. We need to stop thinking that way, and then we need to appropriate the money rationally so that we meet the needs of our schools. Hmm. Steve, I really appreciate the call uh, and the comments, the insight there. Uh, there's no question that this this uh, this paradigm by which we are constantly talking about whether we can or should lower taxes as opposed to talking about how much money we need to fund government and in particular schools is one of the big problems. I mean, there, there's, there is a lot of the leadership in Lansing that is obsessed with the idea of ever increasing uh, tax cuts or ever more tax cuts, I guess would be the, the, the right phrase. And we never hear them sit down and say, well, here's what we actually need to, to make sure that government works the way we want it to. Here's the way uh, that schools need to work. Uh, we did, though, have an adequacy study performed just a few years ago that told us how much money we're supposed to have for schools. What happened? That was an that eye study? popper for you know people who don't like taxes. They, they know the study that was done um, at, by the state and funded by legislature said that you know we should be spending at least eighty eight hundred dollars per student, and the foundation grant is about seventy six hundred for you know base level funded districts. So I mean billions and billions of dollars is what that adequacy study said. But the, you know therein again, I I also submit, what are you paying for? People need to know what are you paying for? Are you paying for 
an, an, an education system that is going to prepare students for work in college and global com competition. And it's going to be constant through generations that you're going to stick with. And it's going to show generations of, of progress on educational uh, you know, measures. What are you paying for? And then adequately fund that. That's how reform happens. Uh, Aaron, can you talk about the states that are at the other end of this spectrum? We're dead last. Who are like the top five states in terms of growth? I mean, I don't have that lift off the top of my head. I know Massachusetts is always held up as a state mm -hmm. that significantly increased funding, and and they did, you know, they, they they called it the grand bargain, which you know has a different meaning in Detroit, but but in Massachusetts at the time, the grand bargain was we're going to raise funding for schools, and in exchange. We're going to hold schools accountable. So they, this was, I think, what, 20 years ago? 1993. They, they implemented that exchange. So schools, you know, are going to get more, but they're going to have to, they're going to be measured. In Michigan, you know, we reformed uh, the way we funded schools around the same time, you know, through Proposal A. And the goal was to lower property taxes, which it did. The goal was to create more equity between school districts, which it did. Not really. In, well, bit. it did a little it bit. It a little bit. Of I think it lowered. I think it lowered all the boats. Um, <laughs> but you know the you know. But what and we and and since then through No Child Left Behind through Race to the Top, we've put in a lot of those accountability measures. You know, we we maybe you know we've had A to F grades before. We might get A to F grades for schools again. You know, there's there's lots of different measures. There's lots of different. You know, if, if you can't, you know, bottom 5%, top 5%, whatever. Inconsistency. We've changed the accountability measures a number of times. So we're, times. we're holding our schools accountable to some extent. Um, but, you know, there's things like, you know, the, the, you know and, and, and people say, well, you know, there's inefficiency in the bureaucracy, which I'm, that's not hard to believe. Sure, maybe. Probably true. But there's also things, you know, so you can cut costs, but some costs are not cuttable. I mean, federal law requires every school to meet the needs of every child, regardless of that child's abilities. So, you know, if a child has, you know, autism or a cognitive impairment or they're deaf or they're blind or, you know, visually or hearing impaired, they're going to need extra services. They're going to need extra um Expenses or poor, mm -hmm. or it, poor. well, I mean that's well, that that's was, that's a different. But I mean, you well, know, that was what part of the adequacy study was yeah, about was uh, the idea that children who live in poverty come to school with a lot more needs, and that uh, if you're going to meet those needs, you need money to do it. But I mean, so so this 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 study is looking at how much we're spending. Mm -hmm. Okay. We've, we've, got a, we've got a break. Uh, we've got to end the show. But, uh, of course, we could have gone a whole oh, yeah. hour on this topic. <laughs> Aaron with was the getting riled up. Yes, <laughs> right. uh, Chastity Pratt-Dossie, reporter with Bridge Magazine. Aaron Einhorn, editor at Chalkbeat Detroit. Always great to have you here to talk about these subjects. That's going to do it for me today. I'll be back tomorrow. I hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station and community service of Wayne State University. I'll see you tomorrow.